The anomalies are conclusive proof that Ubu exists in a podcast as real and solid as those we already know about. Welcome to Four Seasons and a Funeral, the podcast about shows that have four good seasons and one bad one. Today we're talking about season two, episode two of the next evolution of science fiction, Primeval. Malwoms indeed. I'm David and I'm joined by Tawi and Rick. Hello, Woo, I'm Tawi. Oh, hello, I I wake. You're not gonna play along, Rick. Absolute bastard! I had just taken a drink of beer. You're gonna hear some high pitched giggling in my audio. That's me trying not to choke. I I was able to hold it together until the massive pause for the, for the figuring out what the fuck mealworms was going to be. That was my brain going, oh fuck! How do I ooh mealworms? Hello, audience. We're watching Prime Evil. This is this is what happens when you uh, when you take the template and you and you make it just a little bit more uh, exciting. <laughs> oh. oh man! For for those who couldn't understand, David, the episode title is Mealworms Indeed. Which oh yes? we think we think is a joke, but we're not sure what it's a I joke don't on. Understand What's the what reference? the pun is? Yeah, I don't know. I I. I'm too young, or I'm too old to understand the reference. I don't or know which one not, it is. We're not British. We're not British. It we're must old. be something, because this fucking episode writer is insane, or the episode <laughs> title writer is at least. They like, like David. I think you could have gotten a job as the like episode yeah. writers, like yeah. title writers here. Actually, like, how do we know it's not David, and he just jumped through an anomaly? But it's a, it's a really shitty anomaly. Well. <laughs> It's a really good anomaly because it dropped him back into pre crypto two thousands. Oh man! Well, uh, what would you do if you could go back two thousand? What would you do if you could invest at the ground floor of Bitcoin? I spend everything possible on Bitcoin. Are you <laughs> kidding me? And then just sell that day it hit twenty k. <laughs> like, oh man. Make a cell ceiling at 20k, but like the second it hits 20k, I'm out. <laughs> really like the idea of David buying 100% of Bitcoin at a... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> buys up all the supply of Bitcoin, no one else. He mines no it else. all. <laughs> no, because you just buy it when it was like pennies oh, at the yeah. time back then. And well, then you, just, like, you don't there... mine it because it's still proof of work. So I just <laughs> hold my coin. There was a there was a smash tournament where like fourth place was a hundred bitcoins, I think oh, something yeah. like that. And like first place was at the time like a decent prize for a small tournament, but it's still like oh my god, retro like present day the value of those prizes is not the same anymore. Someone traded bitcoin for a pizza. Yeah, like uh, so much of it. <laughs> I remember seeing there was a guy when bitcoin like first kind of came out. Uh, he was at like a college football game and he just held up a picture of his Bitcoin wallet and was like, hey, send me Bitcoin. And people did it as a joke because they're like, yeah, sure, I'll send him five bucks for coffee. What are that guy's doing now? Uh, uh, honestly, likely sold it all when it was like when it hit like a hundred bucks. bucks. Yeah. <laughs> Ten hundred bucks. Pick your pick your favorite. You're like, I'm rich. There's. I feel like is... there's a definition of insanity that comes to if okay. you if you were to see your money like go up by like ten or a hundred times like there there's a measure of insanity if no it's gonna keep doing that instead of selling yeah it's right. it's called Wall Street bets if you could go back to the year let's just say two thousand and two why two thousand why not two thousand and one David because we don't <laughs> why won't you let me stop nine eleven if you could go back to the year 2002 and you could invest like money in one thing, like either a stock or like a crypto thing, is Bitcoin the one that gets you the most value? Um, um likely no. Could you get really in on Nortel? Like uh, <laughs> and get out at the right time? Yeah. So uh, So what you're actually looking for how well probably is Microsoft there? stock appreciated. 
No, like it's it's I th- I think it's I think it's a cryptocurrency. I think because the other thing would be like if we do time travel shenanigans as well, where your impact on that by buying so much doesn't then like do yeah, the fucking that's the butterfly other, that's effect the other question. and ruin yeah, it that- for you. Like it has to be like that's why I think like Nortel, which was already so ridiculous stock wise, like if I go back and spend all the money available to me that I could get my hands on. Because, like, we, we do age regression as well. So, like, you're, you're, yeah, yeah, you're, you're, we're our own age in 2002. Just your mind's back. I okay, legitimately, so... I do, I do think your best, I do think your best bet would be some form of cryptocurrency. I don't know which one it would be, but you have time to, like, accumulate money before then as well. Versus, okay, so... like, trying to get in at 2002. Mm, that's difficult. <laughs> there's, there's also um, Metivation Incorporated. Which in two thousand and two was trading for uh point two two seven five for a share. Or and you closed f- hold on, closed mm-hmm. in twenty sixteen at a high of eighty dollars. Uh, or is... do you go full back to the future and just do sports betting? No, because sports betting is too high like Biff got famous from the sports betting. That's you don't true. you don't wanna be famous. You want to be as anonymous as humanly like, possible. Which is, I think, the reason why you do crypto. Like, because even you stocks, just, you're going to... Could you do lotteries? No, could, um, you'd have to be very selective with your lotteries. Uh, and you'd have to pick... Do you? Uh, you can win so, the same lottery again. No, no, no. But you have to pick a region where you can collect anonymously. Which is difficult. That's true. Yes, it would have to you be a region where you, you can collect You can't do that in Ontario. And also, if you were 2002... we. Technically, we wouldn't be age of majority, would, so you couldn't play yeah, the lottery. You'd, you'd have to, you'd have to find a cool person to to help you out. Um, but it, but in reality, from that side, even if you just went back to two thousand and two and you looked up a like lottery that like once you turned age of majority, you were you were good to go, and it was like, oh yeah, like you know that like lottery in the states that was for like one point something billion. Um, just just win that one the time before someone actually won it. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> That that might be your best. Uh, I I I cannot say investment. Um, no, it is not an investment because we're time traveling, though. So it is an investment because we're expecting a guaranteed return. David, I, I can't, I can't, I can't in good conscience say say investment. What? So for all the time travelers listening, that they won't think of this. What do you mean? I know. I just. The idea of lottery and investment is just that those those two words do not go together. I think but when you have future the knowledge, guy, then yeah, it can be. I think there was a guy as well back then in two thousands who figured out that he could buy every lottery number and still make money on certain lotteries. Yes, yes, that yeah. was a thing. Okay, so Bitcoin introduced in two thousand nine. Okay, so two thousand two is way too early. Yeah, yeah like two thousand two just gives you seven years to start like accumulating money to put into bitcoin when so it goes live. 2010 opens at about 10 cents um honestly so and depending so. on how early you could how early you could get in um there's other there's definitely other crypto tokens that did way more insane things um you but you also have to all your you allowance have to, and everything yeah, you have to do your money that you had access yeah. to in 2002 yes. and then you'd also have to figure out a way to get Bitcoin? <laughs> yeah, because the important thing to recognize is like over the years, there were a, a large number of uh, exchanges and everything that just demolished also... everyone. Yeah. How much research do we get to do before we go back in time? I guess you get, well, I say a week. Oh, I. Oh, yeah. A you week, could... a week yeah. I'm making. Un- unbelievable amounts of money um enough money that david would um likely <laughs> would likely want to eat me uh <laughs> well no because then it gets really confusing when this super wealthy guy shows up at your door is like hey in a different timeline we were best friends you want to start a podcast <laughs> do you want to watch fringe <laughs> have you ever watched the hit tv show fringe you're like you mean the show that some dude bought and continued it into 18 seasons, and you're like, yeah, I'm that dude. <laughs> you buy Fringe after season four and save the show. <laughs> I, would, I would like to point out that with Bitcoin, I don't think that's actually possible. I don't think I it mean, goes up enough to you for you to do that. The Bitcoin's just a, a starting point, though. 
Well, no, yeah, like, so like you get one thing though. Is part so of the, you only I know, get but one once thing. I'm done with that yeah. one thing, then I can reinvest that money into index funds. No, 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 no. I, I think I think the way that David does it, I think I, I think, think David. No, you get you're, one you're, thing, you're, and then until 2023 again, then you can oh, then you can uninvest. So, 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 David, question: Is this when you say like un, like uninvest from that side? Is it like from like at some point before now you're able to invest, and then you are unable to touch that until like today? You sell? No, you're able. Like you to, sell today. You are able or, to sell at any point as well. Okay. But you can't. You can't convert it. Like I can't go. Okay, Bitcoin's down. Oh look, Elon Musk just bought Tesla. Let me. Yeah, no, it's got to be like one stock, one crypto, one lottery, one opportunity. Like one- yeah, one opportunity, oh one shot. <laughs> and like I, that's I think crypto is the way to make the most money because you you could continue to buy into crypto as well. And again, just when a day that hits twenty k, just sell. Because that's also a very like if you get sent with no primer as well, I think that's a very easy plan to hold on to. So Bitcoin, I think, reached a reasonable high of like forty thousand dollars so if you bought in at 10 cents you get a four hundred thousand return on investment percent increase bitcoin broke the 20k barrier in december 16 2020 so uh it hit 40k in 2021 oh okay by mid-april on coinbase it was over sixty thousand. Um, if you if you know the exact piece, sixty three thousand on April twelfth. So we'll even say you get a six hundred thousand percent return on investment over the course of fifteen years. Yeah. Two thousand and two. Oh, but you're. <laughs> or no, sorry, it, even better. Two thousand and <laughs> two thousand ten. So. Yeah, I have a summer job. I can sink a lot of money into this. Yeah, 2002, we're too young to really do much, unfortunately. Yeah. So, I guess, so here's the, here's the other question. Um, I think you're right that it's, that it's crypto, but what if it's something even stupider? What if it's, like, trading cards? I don't think you no. can get a $6,000 return, though, on Pokemon cards. 600,000 percent. 600,000 percent. That is for, that is fair. Fair. For context, if you can scrounge up five grand, which I don't think is unreasonable if you don't do anything else, like you're just working summer jobs, you're scraping together every little bit of money you Charlie, can. Charlie, it's 2002. You're six. Ten. You're not working. 2010. That's when <laughs> I have to have the money. You don't have to buy it okay. immediately. 2006. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Like That's you just you pretty when much you time travel back to. You have fair you enough. have roughly. You have roughly a year between 2010 and 2011. And even then, you're going to get, if you buy it in 2011, it's up to 30 cents. So only a 200,000% increase. Right? That's still over a billion dollars if you get 5K in. Like, I don't think there's anything else that matters. Yeah. Like, outside of, outside of an insane lottery win, the only, the only other thing that, like, maybe could make sense would be, um, like, finding, like, fi- finding land that has, like, really, like, <laughs> precious materials or something no. on it. And just no, because all land that land is that. owned by countries. Or, think, like, you don't have I'm the just, funds I'm, to I'm buy that I'm just land, trying to figure out if the, I'm just trying to figure out if there's anything else that you could do. Okay, you, find, you know there's land that has an undiscovered oil reserve that is worth billions of dollars. How are you buying that land in 2010 or 2002, even? How are you buying that piece of land? Yeah, because it has to be one piece and of land. Otherwise, problem. like, yeah. housing would be a huge thing as well. Just go yeah. and like, buy large swaths of land and then sell them to developers. 
Anyway, audience, we should get audience, to the Audience, what podcast. would you do if you were transported back into 2002? <laughs> Sorry, oh, audience. Man. That was 10 minutes of nothing. Holy That's shit. That's 10 minutes of quality debate. That was 10 minutes of how it is to actually hang out with us. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm like, surprised we man. didn't spend longer on why David doesn't want us to prevent 9-11, but you know. Hey, hey, I'm saying, hey, no, hey, but if we go back to 2001, then you have to prevent 9-11. But how are we doing that at do that you, age? Do you, as a five-year-old, I am not going to go and prevent 9-11. 11. I'm gonna tell you that right now. <laughs> no, I I figure out what planes they're on and I call in bomb threats on those planes. Boom, planes are grounded. We're done. Go home. And that's yeah. Nope. Would, yeah, the police is gonna believe this five-year-old voice. They gotta <laughs> take yeah. it seriously. They're, no, no, no. Hello, they're, they're police. Gonna... Do you Here's think the I spoke Here's the problem, Charlie. They're gonna, they're, gonna, they're gonna laugh at the five-year-old, and then the planes are gonna go down, and then they're gonna have way too many questions for the five-year-old. <laughs> First of all, I had a speech impediment, so I definitely did. <laughs> It'll be more credible when I'm like, it's a brown guy on the other end of the phone. I know what they're up to. <laughs> oh, no. I'll just call up and be like, you have to believe me. Dick Cheney's going to do really fucked up things with this. Oh, man. Anyways, um, if not what for is America, the screw over Dick Cheney. May he rest in hell. <laughs> what has everyone been up to since the last time we recorded? Cursing Dick Jesus. Cheney with my every last breath. Fucking Jesus. Uh, getting excited for the Risk of Rain 2 DLC that got surprised announced. Ooh. Yeah, that's, that's crazy. I was thinking it was just going to be like that was the end of Risk of Rain 2. It was just going to be the next game. But no, there's yeah. more Risk of Rain 2. Risk of Rain Returns came out, which is a huge yeah. update to Risk I mean, of Rain we 1. Were, I swear we were talking about expansions for Risk of Rain and saying there was probably not going to be another one, like just yeah. two weeks ago or something. Yeah, yeah. not that talking, long ago. I was talking to a coworker about it, and I was like, I just want more DLC, but they're not going to do it. And then Gearbox is like, yeah, fuck it, we'll do it. Listen, and Gearbox was you. funny. Did you see they're yeah. making they're also a, doing a, a Risk of Rain gacha, gacha game? Yeah. yeah. I don't David, know how to are feel you, about are you getting, it. Are you going to get into a Risk of Rain gacha game? Absolutely I'm not. Unless I'm there's, unless there's uh, anime waifus, why would I? Yeah, there's Huntress. They got a really ooh-woo Huntress for that to make <laughs> sense. Gotta... There's Loader, David. Yeah, if they ooh-woo Loader. You know what? If they do a bikini skin for any of the Risk of Rain characters, I will drop oh, $50 no. on that game. <laughs> 50 real world dollars on 50 real world world Canadian dollars so like 25 real world dollars oh man yeah um let's see what what have I been up to uh not too much uh I went into the office because that this past week because um another one of our friends got hired at the place that Charlie and I work at um, yeah yeah Salt's You'll never in. hear Salt's voice, audience. <laughs> yeah, never. Literally never. There's, there was a possibility with some people, but I don't think Salt ever. <laughs> salt salt will never. Unless it's like... just a watch-along for the cold virus episode of Fringe. And no, then he won't I speak. Like... He'll be silent feel... the entire time. Straight up, definitely won't, definitely won't speak. I feel like the only way that we'd get them on would be uh, if we were to do the show that they asked about. Uh... Because they kept requesting, like, listen, here's a show. Just do this one. Um, but I, I, I still think they would just, like, come, come, on the, come on the podcast and then just have blank audio for the entire time. Just nothing. Be great. Um, but yeah, they started, which was fun. It was super great. Uh, did just fun welcome stuff because our, the, the company is expanding a lot that Charlie and I work for, which is exciting. Um, That's and good. outside of that, I played I played some frisbee, um, which was fun. You play too much frisbee. <laughs> I play I play not enough frisbee. Disgusting. I, I could play I could play so much more. Um, no, I, I play an adequate amount of frisbee. <laughs> what about you, David? What have you been up to? Um, I went out to go see Six, which is the fourth musical I've seen now since moving to my new place. Nice. Um, oh, look at me! I'm a Toronto elitist. <laughs> I went with my uh, sister because uh, six was fun. 
Um, absolutely fantastic. Great. I think they had a really cool thing because it's definitely six is like part of the um, YA theater movement that's currently going on. It really started with like Hamilton's popularity with like teens. And now there have been like several musicals that have gotten like Tony's and really big nominations that are like more YA energy, like Dear Evan Hansen, um, definitely six, um, all lean towards that energy. Um, but very fun. And so I the Dear Evan Hansen was bad. The musical was good. The movie's trash. Okay. Yeah. That's what I remember then. Correct. Nick Platt should not have been playing the lead in the movie. He is does not look like a teenager. He looks he looks like he's a predator in that movie. Like full on. That's only a little concerning. I just cause like he's trying to play like a 15-year-old, but he looks 37. <laughs> it's just Yikes, like, not good. And then all the other actors look like they're playing teens properly. <laughs> like so just having him there is like terrible. On stage, it's fine because you can't actually see his face that well, right? A stage show, but definitely in high res <laughs> on a camera. Ugh. Um, but yeah, six was really cool because they had like an encore. Six is essentially like it's a sung three musical. Um, well, not sung through. They have little bits in between, but it's essentially just about the music, and it's basically like a two thousands era pop concert, is what the songs are. Um. And then they finished the musical, and then they actually did, like, an encore, like, as if it was an actual concert. And then in the encore, they were like, hey, pull out your phones, you can record this one. <laughs> that's neat. Huh. Which I thought was, like, that's super cool. Like, I cause mean, they, it's, it's publicity, right? Yeah, and it, it was just, like, essentially, like, sort of a mix of all the main, like, all their solos into one song, like, yeah. as a reprise sort of thing. And it was also, oh, that's cool. I hadn't heard that. I think, I think that's special for the show. Like it's not on the soundtrack either. So like, oh, that's, that's really super. Neat. Yeah. That, that was like, I thought that was super cool. And then, yeah, post that on TikTok or post that on Insta, whatever. Like that's brilliant marketing, especially because it is aimed towards the YA like age. Well, group. And the fact that it's all their solos, you get a little piece of kind of, yeah, it's just like, it's the like main refrain from all their solos yeah. essentially. So like, it's like, hey, look, it's a trailer for this musical where musicals don't normally get trailers. Yeah, I thought it was fucking great. Super high energy. Oh, fantastic. They had a band like live on stage that they like actually introduced as if it was a concert. Like, hey, here's on the piano. Here's on bass. Here's on guitar. Very fun. Very good. Highly recommended if you get the chance to see six. Um, but yeah, OK, um, I think that brings us to the TV guide. Yeah. What's the TV guide, David? The TV guide guide read. Massive worms are encountered (laughs) in an unusual fog. (laughs) That's it. I hate it. That's it. it. (laughs) No problem. I'm always available for Uwu speak. (laughs) Add our Twitter if you have any job opportunities. (laughs) For Uwu speak? Yeah, for Uwu speak. Oh, no. God Um. is dead, and we killed him. (laughs) But yeah, hey, we open up on... uh, Maybe Connor's not so bad this season. Act two. Hey, look at that. That's Charlie saying this. This is Connor. This is terrible. I I fucking hate it. I'm very torn on this. I caught... So excited in the second half of this episode for about 30 seconds. I was like, I, I audibly gasped alone in my house. Is it happening? I was like, oh my god. But yeah, Connor and Abby are at the video store trying to pick movies because, hey, they're friends and roommates, and Connor's notches there to see her in her underwear, which she doesn't do anymore, even though she still has all these reptiles because, you know, that's not how this works. Yeah, of course. Second season and contracts have been renegotiated. (laughs) Yeah, contracts got renegotiated. It was like, hey, can I wear pants, please? And they're like, oh, sorry, we're British. We were letting you wear pants. Even though they get upset. Oh, no, they're trousers. Pants are your underpants. Well, then why is pants in the word for underpants if they go under your pants? Fucking think about it, you British bitches. 
<laughs> okay. So Charlie hates. So Charlie hates Britain. Charlie, um, they get up, British. They get upset. It's like, oh no, it's trousers. But you know where pantaloons came from? Fucking England, and that's what pants is short for. And then when they're like, oh, it's football, not soccer. Soccer is short for association soccer, a term that originated in Britain. Soccer, the short form for that, originated in Britain. Like, you're getting mad at yourselves. It's fine. Fuck the king. Whatever. Hi, Cesis. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Cesis is like, no, nah, man, we're with you. <laughs> We'd like to recruit you for a very special mission. <laughs> we need to ba- blame this on Asia somehow. Oh, gee. <laughs> oh, no. Be the wrong person because they'd try to, they'd try to <laughs> talk to me in Mandarin and be like, why does this man have a Canadian accent when he speaks Mandarin? <laughs> Maybe let's try Cantonese, and you go ba moon speak. I feel, like you, I feel like you have a better chance with David of being able to blame it on the French. Like, yeah, <laughs> just... <laughs> uh, no, that also works. Oh no! But then France goes, no, so you can't be quiet. And Quebec will go, yeah, he's ours. Fuck the Fuck king! The king. <laughs> Taverna. Vive Quebec! I just come back, liberté. <laughs> Federation de la Liberation de Quebec. Oh no! What have you shortened that, guys? Hi, for the opening scene. Oh god, Nick wanted this to be a short record. Never. Nick literally asked us. Then he shouldn't have been late and let David and I build up a weird energy. To be fair, no, let us hang out for fifteen minutes without you. You're you're right. I did give you guys fifteen uninterrupted minutes. Ubu doesn't happen if you're here on time. I will will also blame this. I will also blame this on David's cop cue. I don't know what you're talking about. I had a great time. Uh, Yeah, that's that's a lie. uh, A a, an attractive woman talks to Connor, isn't immediately like I need to call the police, uh, and even asks him out. And so he just immediately brings her back to Abby's flat. Okay, but first of all, Abby seems weirdly not okay with this yeah and writers i swear to fucking god (laughs) hey writers writers have swapped it it's a different writers don't do this to me don't do this to me it's a different non-fedora wearing connor Uh... (laughs) which means he respects women Listen, Connor has so many Connor has so many chances in the second half of this episode to be a creep and he doesn't He's in he's in a sweaty vent with a woman and he goes, please give me space. <laughs> like other other then, Connor would have been like, oh, maybe we should take off our clothes to not but, get as warm. But also the space she gives, she's still lying on top of him <laughs> the entire yeah. scene. Yes, because like, now it's her coming onto him, which isn't creepy. I just, it, it, of course, the, the, the creepy so factor much space is in that vent. Why are you still lying on top of him? Oh, man. Yeah, it, Connor gets asked out, and so uh, they go back to the apartment. She sees Rex, and he doesn't think that this is an issue. They get a call about an anomaly, and so he's like, oh, whoops, gotta go. So she writes her number on his hand and asks him to call instead of being like, hey, give me your phone. I'll add myself as a contact. But, you know, I guess meet. Listen, it's whatnot. too early. It's it, it's too early. That's That's not happening. Um, but I'd yeah. also like to point out that, that before this happens, we actually get the Helen scene. Really? The um, wiki is out of yes. order then. The wiki is out of order. Oh yeah, <laughs> but Helen that's gets okay. absolutely done in by a ter- pterodactyl. So it does like a flyby and she like sticks the knife up to like cut it and I'm like, what a dumb fucking way to break your wrist. And then it seems like she might have broken her wrist. Did she break her wrist? Because then she's also injured in the side. She's yeah, injured. Her, like, her leg cuts and then she cuts it more for some reason. I have so many questions for what the fuck is going on with Helen at this point. She's just, she's decided to make the most confusing decisions. This is what a midlife crisis looks like. When, you're, when your affair partner refuses to move in with you. <laughs> and you've already left your husband. Oh, but yeah, and then she finds an anomaly, and oh, look, it's Steven's house. Neat. Yes, makes it out, makes it into Steven's house, and is okay. 
But you know who's oh. not okay? This fucking janitor. Oh, oh God, no. that's God. This this poor. It, like he comes poor out janitor. of he comes out of the the server room and like there's a whole bunch of smoke. But people should know it's not smoke because it's falling and not like billowing yeah. up and out. It it's very much a fog machine sort of I, thing. Like okay. who, who turned on our fog machine? Before we get further into this. There's a moment when Cutter and the team arrives and they smell the smoke. And then he talks about sulfur from the atmosphere. This is coming from a different era. So they are addressing that the atmosphere was different at different moments of time. And it can seep through the anomaly. Yes. Yes. What the fuck, Primeval? (laughs) Why were all the other creatures okay to come through then? Actually, Listen, yeah, the Pterodons were... probably should have... Everything should have suffocated. Everything should have died! Yeah, there was a lot of oxygen in... <laughs> They're just like, huh, everything that's coming through is getting acute poisoning from this atmosphere. The Dodos would have been fine. But like, it, yes. Like, what do you mean? You can't... So every... That was the biggest plot hole that I was like, as long as they don't address it, I'm fine to wave it over. <laughs> but they literally addressed it this episode. I'm like, primeval! No! <laughs> Why did you do this if you'd left it alone and you would have been fine? The only thing it's okay for is the aquatic ones. Um, really? Do I agree with that? Y- yes, because blue whales are the biggest thing that have ever lived and they live now. That's true. I just don't know the oxygen. The- I, I don't know. Does, I don't know, know whales, what the dissolved oxygen content was. Blue whales, though, in- are mammals. They still breathe air, which is why they're okay with this atmosphere, right? Oh, no. I just don't know. Would the oxygen level Paleontologists in the sea hit us up on Twitter at Force F. be the same? Like, is that the... Because that's the question you need to ask, right? The oxygen content of the ocean. Anyways, this is irregardless. Yeah, there's some dumb oh, shit dude. that happens. I am I am finding some papers on Science Direct right now to tell me more <laughs> about the implications for the course of microbial evolution. But uh, yeah, the there's an anomaly. <laughs> there's an anomaly in the server room, and a giant worm comes up, and or something unseen like kills this Wilhelm having janitor. Because yeah, the Wilhelm screen's back. Oh, dude, it's so good. And as far as I can tell, the wiki only tracks it up to the end of season two. Wilhelm screams. Yeah. There is a page for it. Mm, nice. I, I wonder if, if they're going to go away. I'll be very sad. They, they <clears throat> might go away. I'm going to be very upset. They're going to have killed all the Wilhelms. Yeah. But yeah, the janitor is dead and the mist continues to seep out of the anomaly. Uh, we go back to the Ark and we're introduced, reintroduced to Jenny Lewis, where Cutter is having some kind of mental breakdown where he's like, hey. You say your name is Jenny Lewis, but it's actually Claudia Brown. And I can explain this, I swear. <laughs> and Connor has to be like, hey, professor, maybe we talk about the radio thing? <laughs> and you don't bring this up in public again? The biggest breakthrough we've made? <laughs> Please shut the fuck up so I can continue working here. Interesting. Oh, dude, I'm learning so much about the oceans from like way back when right now. <laughs> less plastic um yes definitely that also surface temperatures were like 55 to 85 degrees celsius um gross which is unbelievably fucked um so like the Texas. salinity of the oceans salinity of the oceans was way higher like almost one and a half to double the time um and because the uh temperatures were so high there was way less um o2 uh, like dissolved oxygen in the uh in the water so most of the microbes were anaerobic Neat. So this that that was that's all that's all like way back when though. Like this is game you're in. Yeah, this is also not related to the show at all because clearly they've already shown they don't care. Yeah. <laughs> all this this article's from 2005. Cool. They could have read this article. Maybe you wrote this article when you went back in time. You're right. Yeah, we're gonna I'm, find an anomaly, and the three of us are gonna end up back in time. That's that I'm sounds gonna, like I'm gonna, my drastic nightmare. Like I don't. Especially I really because we won't forward. have ID. We'll have to like feign amnesia. 
I really look forward well, to no, me going get, back course, in time. If we get mind regressed, not just like physically back in time, mind regressed. David, oh, David mean? just wants to go back to like, you know, six year old himself. Think about how high level I could be in WoW. Come on. <laughs> I thought you were going to say, think about how high I could get. Think about having how high never level smoked I could be in WoW. <laughs> also no. that. I could be there day one when it launches. <laughs> Did your parents let you Ugh. play WoW day one? Yeah. <laughs> See, my parents, I was like, I want to play this game because I like I saw the ads for it. Like they had Mr. T and my parents went, no, that dwarf has a gun. It's too violent. (laughs) (laughs) And it's just BGH. I'm like, oh, but why not? And I'm glad they didn't let me because that's an addiction that lasts a lifetime. No, my the first video game I ever played was Age of Empires because my dad taught me how to play. (laughs) Now that's an addiction that lasts a lifetime. Yeah. RTSs. Fuck RTSs. I fucking hate them. I put yeah. too, too much of my life in StarCraft 1. I don't want to touch another one. Yeah. Uh, to get wildly back on track. Um, yeah. They they agree. Uh, they agree to build the anomaly detector, which is going to cost a ludicrous amount of money. Uh, but Connor gets to oversee the work. But he reports to leak so that he can leak it to Helen. Probably. Yes. We think. Absolutely. No, like a hundred percent. We there's he's a hundred percent a traitor. He's he's yes. the leak. His name is <laughs> Oliver Leak. All what of the do? leaks. He's gonna be we, the leaks. What are we gonna do when Leak is just a guy and is killed? Uh, be happy that they got the traitor. They, they got him. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's crazy. <laughs> but yeah uh, we go back to the building they're doing some beer presentation to some Japanese people Um, and oh no there's uh, someone pulls a fire alarm because it smells like rotting meat but oh they all get attacked by it's giant worms they get attacked by giant worms Um, they pull the fire alarm but people in the business meeting ignore it because important business is happening they have to sell beer to young women in Japan. Of course. <laughs> Always have to do that, right? Which oh, means like man. everyone in that room gets to sue the boss for being like, ah, oh, it's just a drill. We're going to continue. Yes, absolutely. Uh, had everyone except for like one chick not be killed. Oh, no. One, one guy got out too. Oh, yes, yes. They get, um, they get two people out. Yeah, so the the team arrives and Jenny proves to be absolutely ruthless where she goes to the fire chief, gets the info and goes, okay, pull everyone out. If any of them talk to the press, they're fired. Goodbye. Thank you. Farewell. You are the government. You can do whatever the fuck you want. Yup. Oh man, all of these civil servants, man, it's a real shame that they're going to get fired if they say anything. More like civil masters. Uh, yeah, and so the rest of the team goes up, and um, I guess she's upset by them not telling her that it's giant worms. Well, they try and say, like, hey, things are bad, and she doesn't believe them. Like, and I don't know why she wouldn't. Yeah. Like, <laughs> you've just been inducted being told portals to the past exist in a dimension as real and physical as the ones you already know about. and. Dinosaurs come through, and they go, hey, don't come up here, it's pretty fucking rough. And you go, they're not talking to me. They're usurping my authority, of which you have none over the team. You're the cover specialist. And then you go up and almost get killed by a worm immediately, and then are a bitch about it? (laughs) Like, what the fuck was that about? (laughs) And where did that sword come from? I missed where they picked up that sword. Oh, dude, it was just on the. It was well, just on no, that floor. No, because you see, but, the 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 company is selling to a Japanese company, oh, which is so why it makes perfect sword. sense that they have samurai swords outside. 
Yes, that's that's what you do. Despite the fact that this is an online business meeting and there's no way they that they could see that. And that they're, they're also selling, selling Japan- drinks of some kind? Yes, they're <laughs> like- selling Japanese beer. They're selling not Sapporo. Uh, fucking Sapporo. You don't charge me as a fucking <laughs> international thing. I know where you're brewed. I, I know pass exactly by that every brewed. day. <laughs> it's an import beer from Guelph, Ontario. <laughs> Import yeah, beer you know. bullshit. This was a brew down the street. Yeah, you're sitting at a bar in Guelph and you're like, fucking import price. What? I could see it. How? It's their breweries over there. It should be priced the same as the Sleeman on the menu. It's all a scam, oh, no. audience. It's all a scam. Sapporo is so good, though. It's one of my favorite beers. <laughs> It's fine, David. You just need to go into the like brewery like shop. Maybe they'll sell it to you for cheap there. I should oh. just go to Japan and talk about how Sapporo is my favorite Canadian brewed beer. <laughs> I think you'll get shot. <laughs> I sure do love the Canadian beer Sapporo. A, a specially licensed policeman will come up and shoot you <laughs> with his bungee cord Oof. gun. <laughs> I found out uh, the, the grocery store in town here, not the LCBO, sells lug tread. Ooh. Like the big glass bottles. I don't Ooh. know why I have to go to a grocery store to get this, but I'm not complaining. Lunch well, so good. Oh, that is my favorite beer. All right. What, what beer is going to beat that so we can give David even more? Uh, I don't. He doesn't like. Oh, no. Guinness. Guinness is third, I think. I think it goes Guinness support. I think it goes Lug Tread. Sapporo Guinness. Oh, interesting. My uh, my mom and her fiance went to Ireland recently, and they said the Guinness there tastes so much better yes. than other Guinness. It is supposed to be better there. I think also because they have they still use the original recipe there. Yeah, I think the international I, one has a different recipe. Yeah, my mom said it's it's a lot creamier. Yeah, was one of the big things, and she doesn't like dark beers, but she's like, I drank a lot of Guinness. But yeah, um, the the team shows up. They're going. Um, Connor and Abby decide to go to a garden center or something to clear out the fog so they get leaf blowers. But as they're leaving the ark, they notice a guard who Connor recognizes and he has scars on his neck because he's the cleaner who was attacked by the baby raptor last episode that we were complaining about. Because what the fuck? This show has deeper plot? That's crazy. Like he wasn't just gone. <laughs> He's maybe a, a spy for uh, Lester, or is something oh, more him, nefarious him, going on? Him and Caroline are definitely part of like a shady organization. Wait, who's Caroline? The the girl that Connor is talking to. Oh yeah, probably. Like. That's exactly what's going to happen. It's incredibly clear that yeah, that, she's that a Caroline honeypot. is just is just a honeypot. Like, yep. there's, there's no other way. Yeah, <laughs> Con- woman's interested in Connor, honeypot. <laughs> well, no woman no. would be interested in Connor, and he should like, know like, that. Like, sure, yes, also that, but the like the final scene. With oh, her just I forgot back. my phone. It's just been Oops. on and recording this entire time. Don't worry hey, about are, it. Are you covered in prime <laughs> primordial worm guts? <laughs> mm, Let's go delicious. out to this bar now. Like his shirt is still like crusty, but we'll get to that in a second. Uh, so he's like, "Yeah, that I know that he's the cleaner." And Abby's like, ah, "I don't know." The guy turns, and he very clearly is the same guy. Um, very clearly is the same guy very clearly has a scar on his neck from where he got like his throat ripped out last episode yeah uh, we cut back to the building one of the the business meeting closes up and they got the sale and the yeah. woman then closes the laptop and beats a worm to death with it after one of the executives is killed um, but the team shows up they all rush down at some point Steven gets separated and almost gets crushed by an elevator because yes. uh, Claudia it's is impatient fine. Well, she well yes. also she's like Cutter's like don't use the elevator and Claudia's like ha twelve floors and heels men. <laughs> <laughs> I 
And yeah, and then uses... shows up and he's like, next time, use the fucking stairs. And then gets attacked by a worm. Yeah, I mean, because she's immediately attacked by a worm. <laughs> also, she almost kills Steven. Yes. Does it's it's great. Um Steven's just off doing his own thing this episode. Like he nurses Steven's... Helen back to health. Steven's just Steven's just Steven's... Being, being Steven. No, Steven's also being honey potted, is what's happening. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Just, it, it's a lot more obvious to everyone, like to Stephen and the others, that he's being honeypotted. Ugh. Um, but yeah, they are able to save the executives using some leaf blowers, uh, some heavily modified leaf blowers. I'm very confused as to where they got those. Um, what do you mean? They're those way are... too quiet. Oh, yeah. They're, they're so good. Like, they're so quiet. <laughs> I want one. They're top of the uh, line leaf blowers. Uh, and then the best scene of the episode happens as they get into a stairwell. And Connor goes, oh, I think we're okay. And then a worm drops from the ceiling and starts eating his head. And I got so excited. I was so happy. You're like, oh my god, are they killing him? Because this is the other thing. Is Steven, uh, later on in the episode, beats a worm to death with a photocopier. And it... Which is amazing. It does the hilarious, like, oh, it's doing a scan thing. And there's, like, a lot of really sharp teeth in those things' mouths. Connor is these things fine. are just these things are just lampreys. Like I just a very large, very spooky lampreys. Yeah, it was chewing on his head for so long. I thought he was a goner, yeah. but no, he's fine. He's I... just covered in goop. Listen, Stephen got Stephen or not Stephen. Fucking Connor gets the closest that any vor fetishist would ever. Like reasonably could ever want dream to get. Of. Yeah. Oh no. That's <laughs> was, was all I could think of a- after that happened. Was I was like, hmm. Connor's what Connor has just experienced is something that a lot of people would probably pay for. <laughs> yeah, probably. But they get back down to the ground floor. Uh, the one uh, woman that they saved is like, but what about the monsters and everything? And Jenny's like, what monsters, you fucking lunatic? If you speak about this, I'll have your family killed. I'm 90% sure that's Basically. what she says off camera. Oh, yeah. As soon as, as soon as she keeps walking away, she's like, I know where you live. I'll find you. But yeah, Cutter actually goes, hey, these worms can't survive in our oxygen-rich environment. Um, if, if they're used to sulfurous atmosphere, then oxygen will kill them. We need to disperse the fog. If we turn the heat up, the oxygen will expand and the fog will disperse into the air. Cool. So he sends uh, Connor and Abby up to go turn the heat on while he go hunts for Steven. Um, we get Connor and Abby climbing around in vents, not being sexual. Nope, um, not at all. Not gone sexual, banned, don't watch with your parents. <laughs> Remember those days of clickbait YouTube? Uh, I think those Incredible. are still those days. Today, are they? Yeah, is "gone sexual" still a clickbait tag? Uh, let me just YouTube search "gone sexual." It's got it's right. got to be brackets "gone sexual." Bracket "gone sexual" bracket. Uh, filter by. I'm getting like last hour. Oh no, I'm not seeing anything actually. <laughs> the the top response, the top video I have is from a year ago. Oh, maybe it's not these times anymore. Yeah, that's shocking. Incredible. <laughs> I, I think we're okay. Uh, but yeah, they managed to turn the heat on, but oh no, um. Connor and Jenny meet up with Steven, or Cutter and Jenny meet up with Steven, but oh no, it makes the worms explode because the heat is making them spawn? Yeah, and then they're shooting fucking little parasite worms that they just rip off themselves for some reason. Yeah, and then Cutter turns on the the fire sprinkler because he's like, oh, we gotta bring the temperature down. But like, that water just kind of sits in there for for a long time like once those things are pressurized you don't really like cycle the water so like that's just stale probably room temperature water 
so I don't know how, but hey, it helps, and they get it's all fine. They got all cleaned and washed it off. Um, and everything's okay. And I, I guess the anomaly closes at some point. I don't think we actually see that. I don't. Yeah, don't worry about it. It's it's gonna be fine. I'm sure everything's cool. Question mark. Yeah. Uh. uh. And, and that's it um, but oh no Connor has washed off Caroline's phone number from his hand after oh, getting no. devoured and he even says to Abby like oh how lucky I'm not a guy who gets lucky twice like she I'm never gonna run into her again and Abby again seems uncomfortable with this entire conversation and I can't wait for the twist of He's been honeypotting. He goes, oh, I should have known. Girls like that never go for a guy like me. And she has to be like, well, maybe they will eventually, and it's me. Like, this was going to happen, right? Like, he's going to be down in the dumps because he got honeypotted. And then she's going to be like, oh, but you're cute, I guess, and then kiss him to make him feel better. Uh, listen, the episode that that happens in gets a zero. <laughs> Does it? Because we're still... It's different Connor. I, it's different Connor. Mm, this Connor is mm, this this Connor so far. This Connor creepy. is getting on my nerves. I don't know because <laughs> he's this... too nice. Ugh, I need. I wanted him to die. I was so happy for a brief moment. <laughs> so excited. They would never kill Connor off. Why not? On the other hand, it will be really funny if he just like, yep, there goes his head. We don't have a Connor anymore. Connor is like when they plan out for the fucking microwave sensor or like the fucking radio sensor with leak. Cutter's like, yeah, but I want Connor to be in charge of it. And I like, went, why? <laughs> like, I think because it's someone he knows and trusts. Why well, do you? Well, but no, why do you trust him? Well, no. So, so the reason why he trusts him is because. Um, when he's brought up to the other two, like the other two members, because he doesn't really talk to Abby about it, but when he brings it up, brings up to Steven, like, hey, the other universe was way better. We should go back. Like, I want to go back to that one. Steven's like, no, fuck off. This universe is just fine. Please stop fucking around with it. Versus Connor's like, hey, man, I know. Don't worry. I'm sure that other universe was great. I just don't actually know what happened there. So he's he's immediately started to trust Connor more. Also, because I guess Steven fucked his wife. Uh, I guess whatever. Maybe that one as well. Whatever. <laughs> uh, um, but but yeah, no, Connor's Connor's definitely not going anywhere, unfortunately. Yeah. But yeah, hey, they go back to Abby's flat. They're joking around and chatting, and then Caroline walks in because she forgot her phone. Um, and then Connor and her head out for a drink, and she even invites Abby, but Abby's like, mm, "No, it's okay." I have uncomfortable feelings about Connor that I don't want to confront yet. And you should never confront Abby. Just leave them just leave them <laughs> away. Bottle them up. Keep them out. Don't talk about them. Uh, don't let anything happen. David David can't give an episode a zero. Soon. Soon. And then I feel Cutter, it in my bones. <laughs> and then Cutter goes to Jenny's house and is basically like, hey, real sorry I've been calling you Claudia this entire episode. Uh, I'm from a different timeline, but yada, yada, yada. And then her fiance comes to the door and it's fucking Sir Leon from Merlin because he's also apparently <laughs> immortal and is waiting for the return of Arthur. Of course. <laughs> also, also, where the fuck did Cutter get that photo of him and Claudia holding hands that's in his wallet? I have no like, clue. Like, they were just getting together when she disappeared. Like, literally, there was no time. Like, actually no time for that photo to happen. Maybe so Maybe the timeline changed twice. And in Cutter's original timeline. So there's season one timeline. And it branched okay. in one direction where Cutter and Claudia had a much deeper relationship. And then that got folded into this season two timeline. And we just never saw so what you're the deeper relationship timeline because that's the only way any of this shit makes sense. So, so what you're telling me is that no one from the show remembers the season one timeline. Yes. Um, Cutter, exactly. Cutter recognizes an entirely different timeline that we have no knowledge of, uh, but it's the only way that it makes sense for what the fuck he's going through here. And 
then everyone else is in season two timeline. Yeah. Okay. Because there's no way that you photo should exist unless there is such a massive amount of time between episodes uh, five and six. I think you're crazy. <laughs> crazy? I was crazy once. Uh, they locked right. me in a room. A room with rats. Rats? Rats drive me crazy. Is that the end of the episode? <laughs> 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 oh, and Hel- yeah, you, did David. we talk about Helen watching him creepily? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm, 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 that fucking happens. Helen. No, don't do that. She's crazy. <laughs> Actually insane. Crazy. I was crazy. Once. Don't. <laughs> no, don't do it. <laughs> oh no. All right. Um, episode ratings. What did everyone think? Uh, Connor almost dies. Uh, Stephen. Om- everyone almost dies in this episode. Pretty much. Actually. Dude, there's- there's oh, like the four main characters. Each of them almost dies this episode. Yeah, Abby is the only one who doesn't almost die. Uh, I am going to give this episode a four. It was a good episode. Um, I will give this uh, episode a four. It was a good episode. Yeah, like honestly, I, wow, I want to say break more. Break from but... fucking trend there, Nick. <laughs> Nick wouldn't ubu with us, and then he wouldn't copy our ratings. What the fuck, Nick? <laughs> no, I'm, I'm gonna give. I'm, I'm also gonna give this one a four. I, I don't want to, but I, I am. It was. It was a good episode. So, yes. <sighs> uh, this episode got a seven on IMDb. Oh no, sorry, that's season one. Hold on. <laughs> I'm on the wrong page. 7.4 on IMDb. Much better. Uh, and was viewed by 6.05 million people. So a drop off of about 300k. Which. That's that's a lot of people. Uh, this, was all, <laughs> this also premiered on the 19th of January. So I'm wondering if something else was happening there. Because it looks like the viewership goes back up and settles after this 2008 what was going uh, on that would have 19th been 19th of january summer <laughs> so that would have been summer olympics year not winter olympics year so it's not that um because the olympics olympics can always fuck with things um i honestly don't know what the fuck was happening um that's right that's like no that's a year before obama gets inaugurated so it's it's a year before. See, it's elected in 2008. Yeah. So it's, it's not like inauguration I, or weirdness. It doesn't matter. But also, this is British. Yeah. yeah. Who knows? Whatever the British were doing back then. <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm sure they were doing Whatever something the cool. British doing. <laughs> the British are doing something. The British are doing something. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. Uh, uh, I think yeah, that's everything. I think that, uh, yeah, I think that brings us to the, uh, the end of this episode. So, uh, audience... Uh, or I guess podience. Um, what? No. What? <laughs> Get the fuck out of Excuse here! Excuse me. <laughs> podience, you fuck. Fuck right off. <laughs> I was trying. I was trying to wooify it, not the other one. <laughs> oh, um, thank you so much uh, for whistling. Um, if <laughs> why do you just sound like fucking um, a fucking hunter from like Daffy Duck? Bugs Bunny. Oh, fucking Elmer oh, Fudd. Oh, yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm not actually. You just sound I'm, like Elmer Fudd. Be I'm just very very quiet. I'm doing a podcast outro. <laughs> Sorry, we're hunting podcasters. <laughs> it's wabbit season. So, pod- we're hunting Quasters? audience members <laughs> and five star ratings <laughs> on Spotify <laughs> or, or Google Play. Yeah, you don't sound ubu. You oh, sound Elmer Fudd. <laughs> Or Plotbean. <laughs> uh, but yeah, no, give us a, give us a five-star rating on whatever podcasting service you're using. Um, we, I've already given some. Um, you know the one you're on. Just just give us a rating there. Um, please, please give us interactions. <laughs> David's already shared it at the Twitter once. Just do it, though. Come talk to us. We'll, we'll, we'll talk. We're, we're friendly, maybe. Uh, depends on the depends on the mood that David's in, but uh, go go figure out that mood on Twitter. Uh, at our Twitter, uh, at Forsaf, F O U R S A A F. Um, or I guess that's X now, but it's you all know still know it as Twitter, I'm sure. 
um if if you if you really want to interact with us um and have i guess all three of us respond in an email to you uh send us an email uh for saf f-o-u-r-s-a-f at gmail.com uh i think that brings us to the end of this episode outro Our intro and outro music is Dream One by Magenta Six. Licensed under a Creative Commons Attribution 4.0 international license.